Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Neil Humphreys joining me in the studio. Good morning, Neil. How are you today? I'm doing okay. I just came in on the MRT. Very pleasing to see. Quieter trains, mm. more gaps between people, a little bit go. of social distancing. Nice. So the message positively yep. is getting out there. That's right. Well, and that's what we need, according, you know, as, as you may all know, yesterday uh, the government came out and implemented some new social distancing um, measures. We've just talked about it in the news. And uh, we are going to start to see a little more space between us all when we're out at the shops and if we have to go to a restaurant or whatever. Which And, of course, the hawker centers, they're going to progressively be out there um, Xing off every yep. other seat kind of uh, thing like they've already been doing in some of the places. So that's all good news. Keep us all healthy. Uh, of course, you know, we are seeing a lot of those imported cases. Cases come in now, so that's uh, putting new um, uh, uh, responsibility on people that have just come back from trips to make sure that they obey that stay-at-home mm. notice that they've been getting. I so. almost feel like I have to apologise on behalf of my old country because many of them are coming in <laughs> from the UK. Sorry, it's not my fault. Don't follow my father's advice when I was trying to explain to my father what social distancing entailed. He said, but how will I get my beer passed to me from the barman at the pub? He's like, how far away must I stand? Will he pass it to me? Will he throw it at me? (laughs) Fortunately, he can't make that decision anymore because they've closed all the pubs in the UK. We don't want that to happen here, so keep your distance. Yeah, you know, it's kind of interesting. A lot of people still aren't really getting it, are they? <laughs> Not really, no. I'm, I'm trying to be very diplomatic. I am, because I'm trying to keep it upbeat and positive. Hey, this new uh, this new app that's come out, I don't mm. know if you saw this, but um, developed right here in Singapore, it's a, a tracing, a, a, a contact tracing app. It's called Trace Together. And, and it's a, a really interesting thing. It, it allows you to, you know, put in your contacts and the people that you've been around to get traced, you know, to trace and make sure that uh, uh, to stop any kind of spread. Uh, so it's a community effort to bring people together and uh, through, a, through a tracing app. So That's good. Uh, well, as we know, with, you know, the, the tracing teams have been doing an amazing job out there. They're like detectives, aren't they? It's real Sherlock Holmes stuff, what I'm, they're doing. I'm, Extraordinary. I'm, I, I hope somebody's writing a book about their experiences because it is re- – in fact, we may need to have them on our mystery uh, – Yeah, absolutely. Not, not crimes necessarily, but our mystery uh, series because it is just fascinating the way uh, that they go about doing this. But this new app called Trace Together, it's uh, available on Google Play and, and the App Store. And, uh, you know, if you've had close contact with a COVID-19 case, whether or not you know that person, Trace Together helps you, uh, helps the contact tracers, you know, find you more quickly and and better protect you and your loved ones uh, if you've had that. That's just great. And I have to say, a lot of these apps and messaging services have been terrific. My daughter, it's a funny story, you made me think of it. My daughter signed up or downloaded the app for the Ministry of Health, MOH, right? I think it's MOH.SG, but you can find it online. But it gives her the regular updates through WhatsApp Mm. um, on the latest number of cases. And she thinks, bless her, she's 11, she thinks she's getting this message personally. That they're not (laughs) sending it to everybody across the country at the same time. So she says, Mom, Dad, the government have just messaged me again. (laughs) What did they say? You know, 40 cases, 30 have been imported. I, I, I'll say, uh, ask her where they come from. So she sends a message going, dear Ministry of Health, where are these cases coming from? And they'll send back a generic, you know, message saying, you know, imported from various countries, whatever the generic message is. Yeah. 
she believes that she, that someone from the government oh. has, they're like Abby Rose Humphreys has messaged again get Lee Shen Long to reply okay stop everything I need to reply to the Humphreys family so bless her cotton socks she thinks these replies are just for her and I'm going to keep that illusion you know that the government replies exclusively to my daughter. <laughs> we need a bit of positive news, and there's plenty yeah. of it around, to be fair. Well, it's funny. I, I had sent out uh, a number of screenshots from from that, um, uh, from the uh, MOE, uh, sorry, the MOH um, WhatsApp uh, messages that we're all getting, you know, yes. obviously. And uh, to friends overseas in the UK and in Europe and, and my family in the US, and they're all just amazed. I oh, know. Like, oh, my gosh, that's so useful. You know, all the transparency and all the information. Like, yeah. It sure is. Well, Singapore, it's, it's <laughs> wonderful because Singapore has become both both a verb and an adjective because I've seen people say, we need to Singaporeify our, <laughs> our messaging, our tracing, our monitoring, our social distance. We need to Singaporeanize mm. a bit better. So, look, we're listening to this. We're all a little bit apprehensive, but I don't even know if I should say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. There is nowhere else I'd rather be right now. Honestly, we keep saying this every week. We say this again. But I I mean it. And I spoke to, again, I won't name drop, but I spoke to a very prominent businessman yesterday Mm -hmm. in Singapore. And he said, I said, are you in the UK or are you in Singapore? And he said, where do you think I am? I'm in Singapore. I'm not going to be anywhere else for the time being. And that seems to be the general mood. It's not perfect, but hey, we're here we're doing the best we can. Some interesting things, you know, a lot of uh, organizations now are opening up and offering stuff for free. It's great. It's really great. We've got Scribed, for example, is the online uh, book thing. They're offering f- their entire library for free for the next 30 days. Anyone can just get on there and do it. The New York Metropolitan Opera is going to have free streams each night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time in the U.S., so obviously it's 7.30 a.m. Uh, here in Singapore. Um, they're going to show a new opera. Um, uh, and it's going to be available for 20 hours. So they've got, you know, Monday this week, they've got Carmen, then Tuesday, La Boheme, Wednesday, Il Travore. You know, they've, so they've got all this mm. stuff. So free stuff happening all over the place. And much closer to home, much more practical. I mean, I was just reading that the all households in Singapore will be able to collect a free 500 meal. That's a fair size of uh, oh, right. zero alcohol hand sanitizer from next Monday. That's March the 23rd until April the 5th. It'll all be provided. They just turn up and they supply their own uh, reusable bottle. This initiative is a joint initiative between Tomasic Foundation in partnership with the People's Association. Very easy. 1.5 million households here, effectively everybody, wow. will receive a collection pamphlet in the coming days. Mm. Listeners may have received it already, but you'll certainly get it soon because the thing will start on Monday. Once you've got that pamphlet, you'll just be told where to go. Go down to that place with your recyclable bottle and they'll fill you up with hand sanitizer. Wow. I mean, how could you not love this country? Come on. Yeah, well, I would assume they're practicing some social distancing on the number of people because you can imagine what the queues. Well, would there's look a hose like pipe, Glenn. I, I imagine there's a hose pipe, like a fireman's hose, <laughs> yeah. and they just squirt it at you, and you have to hold your bottle in the right position and catch it. Now, I noticed you said something interesting. It's a, a bit of an aside. You said next Monday. Now, would you say next Monday or would you say this Monday? Because I would say this Monday. You're right. It's this. Well, it is. I, no, but it's a. It's, I mean, an, it's a tomato tomato thing. Isn't are we it? far enough away from Monday that you can say next Monday? Because I would say... No, you're right, actually. Now I think about it. I would say this Monday. Because next Monday, I would almost be like, wait, do you mean two weeks' time? No, you're right, actually. It's this Monday. I don't know. You know why? Because the story came out a day or two before. Mm. But even then, you're right, actually. 
this Monday. I would say this Monday. Yeah. So to clarify, it's this <laughs> Monday in, in three days. You did say the 23rd. So. The 23rd of March. Double clarify. But look, we've got some good news. There is good news going around. And here's one for football fans. We're yeah. not really talking much football because there isn't any. But our audience is split pretty much 50-50 down the middle. Manchester United, Liverpool, whether you're male or female, that tends to be the case in Singapore. Manchester United fans, you will love this. Even Liverpool fans will have to acknowledge it's wonderful. Gary Neville, former Manchester United, England legend. Mm. Very, very wealthy man. Involved in a lot of businesses with our very own billionaire, Peter Lim. Oh, right. Uh, They jointly own a football club in the UK called Salford City. Sure. Many, many of their real estate investments are often with Singapore's Peter Lim. Anyway, Gary Neville, funny enough, used to have... Two hotels in Manchester called Hotel Football and the Stock Exchange, which he bought, interestingly, with Peter Lim. Peter Lim has since sold on to Gary Neville, who owns them exclusively. Now, these are top-end, five, six-star hotels, mm, you know, mm. in the middle of Manchester. And they're owned by Gary Neville and fellow Manchester United legend Ryan Giggs. From this weekend, mm-hmm. they are shutting the hotels down presumably costing them hundreds and hundreds of thousands Mm. of pounds Mm. minimum, but they're going to keep on full staff, on full salary, and they're going to put every room in the hotels, two hotels, freely available to National Health Service staff in Manchester, doctors, nurses, and so on, who can stay there for free. Awesome. They'll get their linen done every day, usual. They'll get their cleaning done, whatever. All they have to basically do is turn up with their medical card, and they can stay there for free because these guys, as we know in the West are working double shifts, they're exhausted. Similarly... Don't want to get their families potentially exactly. sick and the if they go Exactly, containment period, that's absolutely right. Yep. Seri- uh, similarly, Chelsea... Now, whatever I've said in the past about Chelsea's elusive billionaire owner, Mr. <laughs> Roman Abramovich, who no longer has a UK visa and mm. currently lives in Israel, mm. politics aside, he has also opened up Chelsea's hotel exclusively to the NHS staff of the neighbouring Chelsea and Westminster hospitals to stay there indefinitely. There is no time limit on this because, as we know, there is no time limit on the virus. So, a bit of doom and gloom, but I think it's important to say that there are positive stories going around. Just this week, Mm. I'm not blowing my own trumpet, we've all done our bit, but when I found out that my own school, my daughter's school, had uh, Malaysian uh, staff, Mm. cleaners, my wife straight away, she's a teacher at the same school, my wife straight away offered to have the, the lady there who, to stay with us um, for, for, whatever, for as long as she needs. We didn't need that because the school offered to put them up, and I think this is happening across the country. Yeah, so think, they prefer yeah. to stay at the school where they've got aircon, television, Wi-Fi, mm. food. Mm. Uh, they put food parcels for them together from the school canteens so yep. they don't have to worry about food. No, that's good. This is happening across the country. Yeah, so I want to give a shout-out to, this is just random, uh, uh, Certis, the mm-hmm. security firm, yep. housing all their staff, yep. uh, Lazada, mm. Red Mart, who I use. This is not a plug. <laughs> I'm only saying it because... They depend on their Malaysian delivery workforce. Now more than ever, right? Because people are home delivery with their food. All putting up their staff. Because we saw some of those pictures earlier in the week of people sleeping Mm. uh, rough at the the MRT station at Woodlands and different places. And I don't know exactly how many people are having to do that. But, you know, many people got caught 
flat, kind of flat out uh, with the, the quickness of the yeah. closure of the yeah. border. So I know many people were looking. So if you do see somebody out there, of course, you know, if, the, if there's any way you can help them, that would be good. And you on know, that point, just mm. to finish that point about mm-hmm. if you see someone, you're not telling tales because – Again, credit to the government and the authorities. They don't want anybody sleeping rough. They are going out to, I think it's Marceline, Kranji, the stations around the Woodlands area, yeah, up in that area, checking every night. Not because they're trying to rat people out or send them to jail, just to find out why they're sleeping rough. Yeah. Because they shouldn't have to. Mm. They have, it's Jurong. I think it's a Jurong CC. There's a Jurong community centre, obviously in the north, that they're currently using to bed down any Malaysian workers who do not have somewhere to oh, stay. The point we should stress here, this has been on the news repeatedly, they do not have to sleep rough. So if they are and you see someone, by all means, check on them and report it. Not because you're reporting them to send them to prison, but no. more to tell them that there is actually There's need. somewhere to stay. Yeah. You just may not be aware of it. Yeah, Interesting too, you know, we've seen our, the environment is benefiting, Wonderful. right? You know, we saw this picture, or this uh, story, it was, uh, I guess it was earlier last week about Venice, Wonderful. and now you can now see the bottom of the canals in Venice for the first time in memory, right? Yeah. Which um, makes me think, what are the tourists doing? You know, <laughs> apart from the, f- the, the, the pollution from the boats, yeah. I don't even want to think about what tourists must dump well, in that canal. You know, the question I had about that in particular in Venice is, is it is it actually pollution that's missing or is it just because with all the boats in there, it, churn. churn, it churns mm. up the dust and the, you know, the, the mud, yeah. right? Yeah. But anyway, looking at those beautiful canals, you can see the fish in there and everything. And then also the air, right? The air is cleaner uh, with the lack of uh, of jets flying and, and the lack of uh, yeah. automobiles in some areas as well. Well, the dolphins um, are back. I mean, the dolphins mm. have been spotted in Venice. The swans are back in Venice. Um, the European Space Agency has shown aerial footage of Venice, of Italy, and there's been a tremendous drop in in nitrogen dioxide in the past two months. Hmm. And this is happening on a smaller scale, of course, because Italy's in lockdown. But this is happening generally across the world, as you mentioned. The flights yeah. are down. A yeah. lot of, I mean, Qantas have, have grounded nearly all their flights. Yeah. Which, I mean, unfortunately, right? Because it's, uh, it's impacting look, a lot of people badly. Economically, which is bad. Yeah. Economically, yeah. it's catastrophic. Yeah. But environmentally, it's wonderful. So it's both terrifying Mm. and gratifying and humbling that, as David Attenborough keeps saying, the planet would be much better off without (laughs) us. So take the warnings. Well, we've got a a great show. We are trying to focus on a little bit of the positive here, folks. You know, we all have enough doom and gloom and enough pressure. And, of course... um, you know, if you have a chance to uh, to get out today and go to the go to the beach, go to the park, go somewhere. Of course, keep your distance from people, uh, but uh, you know, do get out, get some fresh air. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg, or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.